Welcome to this latest edition of the Real Deal Podcast. I'm your host, Surreal Gerald Quinn. we this on a Thursday as we look back. Of course, it's episode 888881 of the Real Deal Podcast. And we look back at the series finale of the hit show, FX's Snowfall, season six, episode 10, The Struggle. Um, themes, we'll get right into it. All alone, and in essence, that was what Franklin Saint was at the end of this episode. All alone, he had nothing, no house, no money. Well, with the exception probably of one friend in terms of Leon, but basically, in Franklin's world, uh, we'll talk about that Leon scene later. He was all alone, he was by himself, and that was a theme, I think. In essence, for not just Franklin Saint, he's he's the easy one to look at. But a lot of characters in these in this episode was were alone with their decisions and with their choices. Sissy's in jail by herself. You have Louis still on the run by herself. Uh you know, even Leon, though you know, he still has Wanda. He had, you know, there was a uh, there was a point where Wanda says, you know what, I'm out, you know, I'm out. So, you know, Leon, in, in essence, with Franklin doing his own thing, with with uh, Wanda going back to Ghana, he had there were parts of his episode where he was where he was by himself. So you had a number of characters in this episode who were alone with the choices and decisions that they made, that they have made not only throughout the course of this episode, but the course of these six uh, past seasons. But there was nobody, there was no one who was born alone than one Franklin uh, Saint. Let's get right into it, the deep dive. Album 2.0. So last week on the podcast, I kind of predicted, I kind of saw this coming a, a bit in terms of I didn't, you know, last week I was kind of convinced after watching the episode that they probably were not going to kill him, well, especially once he loses the, the $73 million and he has no chance of achieving the, the $37 million from Teddy. Once that falls through, I thought that this was a possibility that he would end up with absolutely nothing. And to the credit of the writers, to the credit, um, and, you know, if he was still alive, or, you know, John Singleton, I'm sure he would have probably would have agreed, would have, you know, agreed and signed off on on, on, you know, on Franklin going out the way he went out. This was the best possible scenario for the character to go out. He died, not dies, he, he's stuck in a house that does not even remotely resemble what he, the house that he grew up in with his mom or the house that he shared many, that he shared great moments with, great moments with, you know, when Alden came back, uh, when they were somewhat a family in, say, season, at, towards the last part of season three into season four, you know, Leon coming over, Wanda, uh, you know, some some of the family breakfasts that they had, especially, I want to say, like, in, yeah, in season four um, with Jerome, that that is completely done. He is by himself in that house. That house is is a shithole. He is, of course, has no money. He has nothing. He has absolutely nothing. He looks like shit. And this is in and 
this is what all of his choices led up to. Um, and it was interesting because it did not have to go. <laughs> and this was, and again, this this was the thing about Franklin Saint season six that it was it became just about Franklin Saint. Like he had great. There was a time where he had great resources, where he had people around him, and he utilized those people. Well, for the last this last part of this season, especially the last three or four episodes, he like it wasn't about utilizing using the people around him. It was about you owe me, give me because I'm desperate. Not about hey, you, what do you have advice on this? What are your thoughts on this? No, 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 sissy, this is why I bought you this house. So. Eh, I kind of need it right now. Leon, you got $3 million. Hey, man, what the fuck? You're the, you're the reason why, you're, I'm the reason why you have this $3 million. He had other opportunities, he had opportunities to get out, to kind of start, not even start over. Think about this. So, he goes, uh, he has $800,000 in the bank. He also had a property, downtown property, that, was that was still prime real estate that he could have sold to Paul Davis? It's the smart move, and Veronique, Veronique at that point, Veronique, even but I mean, I think Veronique was done once he put once he put uh, his hands around her throat. But from a business standpoint, him selling that property to Paul Davis would have been the smart move. He could have got millions upon millions for that. Okay, that's the smart move. So he had chances. To not not so much even start over, but he had chances to kind of you know lick his wounds and get and and really get back into be becoming a businessman. Possibly he was out the drug game. That was done. The CIA had gotten what they wanted. They were done. Teddy, even though Teddy being dead, thirty seven million, all that was done. He actually had a chance to get out and get out clean, but he could not see past his own. He couldn't couldn't see past himself. He just couldn't. He could not see that. He was stuck on the seventy-three million. He was stuck on the idea that he built this by himself and didn't need anybody's help. Which we know. I mean, it was the first thing from the truth. I mean, he had. I mean, Louis, Jerome, his mother, from a business standpoint, Veronique, from a business standpoint, Leon with the muscle. Like this was a situation where he just did not recognize. Um, where the self awareness was completely was completely gone, and you had a character that was totally just stripped down, uh, mentally, physically. You had a character that that just uh, just he was kind of, he was kind of like a player. He's kind of like a basketball player who they'll tell you they want to win, but they don't care. They really don't care about winning if they cannot win win their own way. If they can't win their way, then it's like, whatever, I'm just going to put up numbers. I want to put up numbers Well, yeah, instead of averaging 25, maybe we only need you to average 20 and maybe three or four more assists. Nah, nah, I want to get my 25. I want my 25. Oh, but we're going to lose. I, whatever. No, nah, we're not going to lose. I'll get my 25, we can still win. That's what Franklin was. Like, he wanted to do it his way. It was his way or the highway and that Ended up being his complete undoing, um, and it goes beyond pride. I know the series 
ended the episode ended you know with uh, Kendrick Barnes pride which was you know which made perfect sense but he was just a guy who again did not recognize really how good he had it in terms of the people that were around him and the people that uh, that he actually was delusional to think that he he could go about this alone and he ends up he ends up being the thing that he detested the most if you go back Look at those episodes where Alton was, you know, struggling, where Alton was, before Alton cleaned himself up, or before, or with the help of Sissy, Alton, of course, was an alcoholic, uh, alcoholic, drug addict, Alton was out in the streets, homeless, had nothing. Franklin detested that, and that's who he became, in essence. And I can make a case that him becoming Alton, the, the, uh, Alton, is even worse than the original, than Out and what Out dealt with. Out was a Black Panther. Um, we know what society and what America, this country, did to the Black Panthers. So we can see, you can see, you you can go read, you know, so what happened to Huey P. Newton, Huey, uh, Huey P. Uh, Huey P. Newton, and what have you. Some of the things, some of his struggles. So that I that kind of actually made sense. What happened to Out, considering what the country did to the Black Panthers. You can see a lot of them getting into drugs and, and, and having nothing as the, as, the, as the country turned their backs on him. Alton probably had no outs or nowhere to turn or nothing. And not to make an excuse for uh, some of the things that he did, you know, in terms of not being there for his family, but in terms of what society, how society felt about the Black Panther organization. Franklin, there, I mean, he still had, again, he, there, there still was there there still was places for him to go. He still had an out. He still had other options that he could have explored. It wasn't like if he didn't get the thirty if he did not get the thirty seven million dollars and that was the end of life. Like no no no. He had there were other options that he could have explored. Um in terms of even with Leon, you know, Leon with Veronique. So the character absolutely got what he deserved. I, I again, I, I, I will compare this to two other series finales, series finales with uh, a protagonist. You look at the Shield back in the day with uh, the character played by Michael Chiklis. I think his name was Vic, and how he ended up the series finale. They didn't kill him. He didn't get locked up, but he ended up basically at a desk job with no power, with a boring. Boring job, no gun, no power, had typing up paper, doing paperwork. And it was brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant because that character, that was a complete, that was, he ended up being something that he absolutely despised. He was no longer part of the actions, no longer was relevant. And you look at Marlo Stansfield in The Wire, he ends up, yes, Marlo does have $10 million when he sold the Connect, but Marlowe's thing was never about money. Marlowe was about power, control, street reputation, his name ringing out. By the end of the series, no one knew no one knew who Marlowe was on the streets anymore. They were talking about Omar. Even though Omar, even though Omar, you know, had was was dead. Marlowe wanted them to be talking about him. Say, remember, remember, you know who I am? Nah, nigga, you know who I am. And that that's how Marlowe went out. Powerless. So again, it's a brilliant, and those are two, of the, and, and the wire and the shield are considered two of the greatest 
series finales in the history of of, of, of television. They are. They're, they're, I'm sure they rank in the top 10. I think the Wire series finale was is the best series finale that I've ever seen. Like, they wrapped, perfectly wrapped everything up, uh, despite the fact that they didn't have a lot of time, a lot of episodes to wrap it up. Remember that that series, that The Wire only had eight episodes. Um, did they have 10? I think that, I think last, I think the last season of The Wire only had, uh, they had 10 episodes. I would say they had 10. They only had 10 episodes, but still, they only got 12 to 13 episodes over the course of this series. So, uh, again, the Franklin character, I'm glad, you know, to kill him would have been too easy. Death would have been far too easy for somebody who had done that, done so much damage to the community, for the lives, everything that he had done. The character was just, at that point, he was, it was it was no rooting for him to be honest. With you. I didn't I didn't I didn't even 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 at his current state where he ended up with. I didn't feel sorry for him at at, at all. Uh, maybe a little bit if he would have let the uh, the uh, locksmith live. But you know, and, and again, great choice by the writers. He kills he kills his locksmith with three kids. At that point, he was like there was no redemption for him. You you had no there was no way to feel any type of empathy for that that character he was going past that he was way past that he clearly couldn't see the, the force of the trees in terms of the, uh, what his mom did uh to save everybody save saved him saved leon saved all of them and sacrificed her life in terms of she's gonna be in prison for the rest of her life uh for killing teddy killing teddy back so he couldn't see that so Ultimately, um, the character got what the you know the character uh, Franklin Saint got what he deserved, and he again, however long he lives, will have to be living, live, have to live the rest of his life with those choices. Um, Veronique moves moves away, has a bit. He has a you know he has a son. Veronique moves far away from him. Um, you see, you see him catch up with peaches and that equates to what twelve thousand dollars something that that would, at that point was meaningless to him um that you know that had nothing that he could do nothing with that didn't help him at all uh out of the five million that peaches had, had stole from him so i thought that they did a again this was this was the way to end the series um with him going back to, with him ended up becoming a worse version of his father, of what his father was at the beginning of the of this series. And again, he again remember if you go back and look at those old episodes, season two in particular, two and three, he dis he despised out, despised. He I mean he absolutely despised out and what out represented. And what out stood for, he he hated it. Couldn't stand like he did. Like he was not. And even even when out was cleaned up, the Black Panther part of out he despised. He didn't like. He despised it because they were the out was not about capitalist capitalism. Out was not about the materialistic stuff, the money. Out was in essence for the people. In essence, for the people. And you look at what happened to Franklin Saint. Franklin Saint turned his back completely on his own people for the for pure money, greed, pride. Turned his back on 
everybody and just saw them as just things as people, you know, even as, whether it was mom, Leon, they were just things to him. They were no longer people uh, to him until that, until you got to that, that again, that, that, you know, that moment at the end of the, basically the, one, of the, one of the last scenes of the episode where he had nothing and he kind of humanized he, they kind of humanized him with that moment that he had with Leon and what he truly felt about Leon. But that was, again, that was at a point where he's, he, he knows that there was nothing to be gained, that he had nothing, that his life was, you know, at a, at a bottomless pit that he was at rock, I mean, rock beyond rock bottom. Best scene, Sissy and Franklin, uh, Sissy stuck to her promise that she was completely done with Franklin. She did not utter one single word to him in the two scenes that they had when she was in prison. One scene, he uh, tries to, after she pleads guilty to, to the first degree murder, which never, which never happens, despite, you know, going against the, the, the uh, wishes of, of, her, of her lawyer apprentice and what have you. Uh, she pleads guilty. She goes on this tangent about, of course, every, of course, what she's saying is true about the government, uh, you know, pouring crack funding a uh, legal war and what Teddy Teddy Mac was doing and I see I you know you know Teddy Mac you know pouring uh crack into the communities destroying the community so she goes on that uh basically gets contempt of the court and then the second scene he tries to go to he's you know at his desperate of uh, desperate um uh, he tries to get her to sell the house and this is after Faraday had took uh, took every basically took everything worked out of his accounts of eight hundred thousand dollars. So he goes to city, tries to sell, uh, gets her, tries to get her to sign over the house, uh, so he can have some more cash, uh, to you know, to try to do something. Um, and she again, she doesn't utter a word, and he goes basically goes ballistic, calls her all types of, of bitches and what have you, and uh, has to be physically escorted out by uh. By corrections officers, so brilliantly played by um, Michael Hyatt, and, and when you listen, you love. I'm always it's, it's always a love great acting when there's not when there's no words being said. Her facial expression, her body language, told the story of we're done here. Like I did my last paper for you by killing Teddy Mac, and there's nothing else to discuss. She doesn't even give him a a inkling. That she's going to support anything that he's that he's about, um, that he's done, or the person that he's become any longer. And I think, from a sissy's perspective, also, there's guilt. There's no question that there's guilt in terms of she has to be feel partially responsible for creating the monster uh, that that became Franklin Saint. So she's at that point. She's at a point where it's like you know, this is it. Like I'm not, you you can come, you can keep coming here, but we're not. In terms of helping you with this, we have nothing else to talk about. Nothing. Sissy and Leon. This was the uh, exact 180 in terms of thoughts and her thoughts and feelings about Franklin. Leon, um, she tries to convince Leon, tells Leon basically uh, to go and uh, to go with. After he told, after he, after they discussed uh, Wanda, Wanda going back to Ghana, he tells uh, Leon to pack a suitcase of books and go with go with your wife 
atone for what you've done and come back when you, you know, when you've atoned for what you've done, come back. He does that. Um, he, uh, they share some tender moments. Uh, she may tell each other, they tell each other that, you know, they love each other. She always looked at Leon as a second son. Um, in a sense, now really, she's he Leon is her only son at this point, and she wants nothing, has nothing to uh, to, to want nothing, it has nothing to do with Franklin. And she basically calls Leon, you know, her biggest surprise versus Franklin being her the greatest, her greatest failure or disappointment. So, the void that Franklin, the void that Franklin left, Leon somewhat has. Is going to fill in terms of, uh, in terms of what, in terms of a mother son uh, relationship. Um, these two characters always had excellent chemistry between them because Leon, remember, Leon grew up in a, the house of a bunch of kids, no father. Mother was only someone who kind of took money from him or used him for his drug money. So, the, the, in terms of nurturement, nurturing you know, Leon since he was the only nurturing figure in in, in 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 Leon's life when you think about it like Jerome Louis that was all business Franklin even Franklin as his best friend wasn't nurturing that was business you know that, that friendship developed into just business and even you know, Kevin you know Kevin early early seasons was a friendship but you know we you know what we know what happened to Kevin so Leon you know Leon didn't have a lot of people to go to. I mean, really, in essence, Leon, you know, there was Wanda Franklin and Sissy. That was it. And and now, you know, and now, you know, with at this point, this is before Leon went back to Donna to join Wanda. Franklin's, you know, Franklin's doing his own thing. Sissy's in jail. In essence, Leon, you know, Sissy was the last person that Leon had to kind of to kind of have any type of emotional connection with, so you saw how tight and how close they were, um, and you know, sissy, you know, sissy again was married to a Black Panther. She sees the potential that Leon has to help rebuild the community. I, I think that she, you know, her wanting her to, uh, I think that's that is her ultimate goal. I think is for her, for Leon to kind of un somewhat undo a lot of the damage, some of the damage that Franklin has done to the community. So it's kind of like trading one son for the other, in essence, uh, to be honest with you. You know, you have one son who's gone his way, who's lost. She says Franklin's lost, but you have this, but you see the potential in another son like figure who sees the world similar to. What she's to uh, to how she sees it, and has a chance to do some great things in the community with the shelter, uh, with young people. You saw you Leon discussing that uh, with Franklin in the last scene. Uh, so very powerful scene from that standpoint. Uh, Isaiah John was tremendous in this episode. By the way, he was he was phenomenal. Uh, I I don't I haven't given him enough credit over the course of these six. Six seasons. I always, I always loved the character of Leon, just as the best friend, as the number two, as the guy who always had Franklin's back. But I uh, haven't given, have not given enough credit to the actor um, Isaiah John, and he was, he was 
in this episode, he was even like I said, acting without saying nothing. He had some scenes. There were some scenes he had where he did where just the body language and facial expressions told the entire story, and that's the that is the mark of great acting when you can you know when you can get uh, what a person is thinking and saying just by how they're looking and just how they get their their body language and what have you. Frankly, Leon, uh, this was a very this was very sad uh, because. This, and I, I'm glad that the episode ended with these two because these two have been, in essence, this relationship has, in essence, somewhat defined the entire series. Remember, it was Leon who helped, and that was the biggest reason why Franklin was able to get to the point to where he was at building an empire. It was Leon. Leon was the muscle. Leon was uh, someone who, at one point, Franklin respected. Uh and there was a point where they, they had absolutely had each other's backs. I mean, Franklin, in season four, refused to turn over Leon to, to Bad Boy. But, he, but there were a lot of people said, like, there were a lot of fans of the show said, hey, he should have, he should have, the way Leon was, was acting up and the way Leon was carrying, carrying himself, they'd have been probably best off if he would have uh, just uh, gave in, gave Leon uh, up to Bad Boy after Leon mistakenly shot. Um, Bad Boy's niece um, with Khadijah in the car in that, in that scene in that scene in episode in uh, season four. But he did. So these two have always had a tight relationship. Uh, we get to a point, we got this particular scene. This is where Leon has come back from Africa. Franklin is living in a house that, of course, you know, that doesn't belong to him. In essence, they are six, six or eight months behind in, in state property taxes. Uh, Franklin uh, is suffering from a disease that 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 he does he know he's a, not only has he become an alcoholic uh, alcoholic but he's also suffering from a disease uh, and I forgot the name of it where you don't want to be around people that you just want to stay in the house or uh, no matter what how fucked up the house is you're just gonna stay in the house with basically almost no light and what have you so Franklin at this point is is done. Mentally, physically, is completely done. But they catch up. Uh, Leon, um, Leon tries to get him to help him with some community work. Franklin's not even paying attention to, to that. Franklin's telling them all these stories about you know, you know, all these about yesteryear and Veronique, and Franklin still has this ideal that he's. That he matters in the in the grand scheme of the government looking at him, which they were, which they were not at this point. The government, see, yeah, once once Franklin handed over Ruben, I forgot to mention it earlier, when Franklin handed over Ruben to the CIA, he was no, that was that was it. The CIA, they were, he was of no use to them. He wasn't getting his money, so at this point, he at that point, he became just completely irrelevant, and they. It was just that was it. They, they, he was no longer on the radar. So, I did, so at this point, we get to the end of the episode. No one is they. I mean, they just want Franklin out the house because he it can't. He's not paying. He can't no longer can't afford the house. Has no money. It has nothing to do with the government. What have you? But Franklin, in his mind, as he's talking, to Leon had that had that still had that being addicted to the game, but still had that mentality that he was relevant from that standpoint. And of course, Leon is listening, listening to all this, taking all this in, is absolutely breaking Leon's heart to see Franklin in this, uh, with his mindset, to see Franklin in his current predicament. Um, 
Leon gives him twenty dollars. Franklin goes buys a bottle. Uh, you know, gets some liquor. Uh, and then as they come back from the store, you see uh, them take the house. Franklin at this point has nothing. Has nothing. He says, "Look, I did it my way." Um, he shares a moment with Leon, saying, "You're my best friend. I'm proud of you." Uh, tear falls from his eye. You see Leon crying, or tear, tears coming from Leon. Then Franklin walks away as Leon uh, yells his name twice. As and, and Leon offered to pay the, pay, saying they can't take your house. I'll pay the state, the state property, the state taxes. And Franklin just like, no, no, you, I'm good. We, that's it. Like that, that, that was that, that was it was the, the end of that. And Franklin walks away. Then you hear the Kendrick Lamar uh, pride uh, take us into the uh, credits. Um, yeah, I, I think with Franklin and Leon, uh, despite the fact that we got to the point where Franklin didn't respect any of the people who helped him get to where he was at as far as being a, a, a drug empire kingpin, at this point, he's at rock bottom, and Leon is the only, only person who gives a shit about Franklin. And I think, you know, when he says, I'm proud of you, you're my best friend, I think that is, that's the first time that that reality set in on Franklin, that this is the only guy that actually cares about whether or not I'm, that I live or die, or, or this is the only person in the world that cares about my existence. And I think that hits Franklin in a real way. And I think Leon knows that as well, that he's the only person that cares anything about Franklin. So, a uh, perfect way to end the series with those two. Uh, beginning, of course, the beginning of the series was spearheaded by those two. I mean, you know, we can make a case. You know, the series was, you know, around, set around. I mean, Franklin, Teddy Mac, and, you know, Leon. Um, I know Jerome, and you had Jerome and Louis. But um, Leon was, you know, he was. Franklin's Chris Partlow, Franklin's you know Stringer Bell. If you want to go to if you want to go into Wire, he was the, his number two, uh, and the backbone of the of his operation. Um, and you know I think Franklin, you know, at the end, once all the money is gone, once at that he still has pride, still has pride. He's still talking big, talking mash, talking bunch of shit, not taking responsibility for anything. But even through all that, he recognizes the importance that Leon had on his life. And I think I, the thing I thing I loved about this scene was the idea of the power of 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 friendship. Like, despite everything that Leon, I mean, remember early in the early in this episode, he Franklin threatened Leon. Because Leon's like, I'm not giving you the $3 million. It's blood money, but I'm not giving it to you because that would defeat the purpose of what your mom did in terms of she sacrificing herself for all of us. And Franklin basically says, I'm about to take it. It was a gun, but realizes that there are about six or seven guns behind him that would kill him in a second if he were to raise up on Leon. So, you know, they they were not in a good place uh, earlier in the episode or, or, or maybe fast forward. That was like, say, two years earlier. But you know, despite that, despite everything that that that, that transpired, 
uh, Leon is there for Franklin, despite all of that, and was willing to be there for him. And that that is the definition of a true friend. Um, someone you know who was there for you, even if you shit on them and you know mistreat them. So I liked that idea. I liked how that you know Leon was always loyal. He was always loyal to to the and sometimes loyal to a fault. And I, I, that was that they were consistent with that with that part of the character. And so you see Leon go go his way. You see Franklin go his way, and the the episode wraps up. MVP, uh, this, uh, this was a Damson Ildris sword to force performance. This is why I question Franklin's sake. This was his episode from start to finish. Uh, as he goes, you know, as he reaches the beyond desperation, he starts drinking. I remember this character had never drunk, had never drunk or taken any drug willingly. Remember that the minus the, the Louis and um, Louis and Jerome's wedding when, uh, Despite when um, I can't remember the character's name that 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 put spiked the the wedding, the punch, or the food, or the, the chocolate with PCP. Uh, man, I can't remember the character's name. Everybody, we, we um, Scully, Scully, yeah, Scully. Minus that, Franklin had never done any type of substance. He wasn't even taking a sip of alcohol. He wasn't. He, we all saw. We always saw him drinking water or cokes. So for the first time, he drinks. And we saw that him spiraling, and he remember this is in his blood because his his father out was an alcoholic. Uh, but again, this was a uh, when I mean toward the fourth toward the fourth performance by Dempsey Eldridge. This was a, and he won't get nominated, of course. But this was a Emmy caliber type performance from start to finish. He was spectacular in this, and again, easy to overact. Uh, some of the scenes he did, whether it was with his mom, whether it was with Veronique, no, everything was measured. Everything was was right. The timing, his timing for when he did lose control was right on point. Uh, how again? This you like this is this this was a as good as it gets. Uh, for for an actor, um, especially to end the to end the series, a guy who has been you know who is the lead in the series who has. In essence, in, 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 there are a lot of excellent characters that we like, but in essence, carried the series. Uh, he was spectacular in this. He was absolutely spectacular in this episode. And without question, was the MVP. And I could get Leon, Leon, Isaiah John's character was tremendous as well. Leon was spectacular. Leon, Leon was, was if it was not for Damson Eldridge in this Franklin Saint, uh, I certainly would have, you know, Leon would have been, you know, second runner up. But this was a Franklin Sade episode. This way, he was without question the MVP of this episode. Watson Legacy. I guess you know I I, I watched it tw- this episode twice, um, hour and a half episode. I guess the legacy of this. <laughs> I guess we have well, you know, my thoughts overall is uh, it ended the way that it should have ended. I think they. You know, you have to give him a lot of credit. I remember, like, so John Singleton, you know, has been gone, has been dead for, like, passed away four years ago. I think in the summer of 2019. So he passed away in between in between season three and four, like, right as, right, right before the pandemic. And there were question marks about what the show would look like moving forward. Would there be even a show without, without, 
uh, without John Singleton. And, I, and to his credit, because he built the foundation, and to the credit of, of, of the writers and, 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 and producers, the show didn't, frankly, I, I don't think it missed a beat. Now, we can make a case. I'm, not, I'm like, I'm not going to sit up here and argue. <clears throat> At no point, uh, I'll rank the seasons. I can't, right now, it's, you know, it's too fresh in terms of ranking the seasons. I, I still think pound for pound, probably my favorite season is probably, I would have to go between season two, uh, season two and season four. Between those two seasons. But listen, the first three seasons were like lights out. The first three seasons were absolutely lights out. But again, you had John Singleton. But they did not miss much the last three seasons. To be honest with you, they really, they really did. Um, so I, I think that you know that's part of the legacy of the show. It has they have to be given a tremendous amount of credit. Or you lose you lose the creator of the show midway, midway between after the season three, and the show is still able to the students the show is still able to be highly highly successful and have a strong uh, a strong ending in terms of the series finale. And to me, I don't think that you cannot be, I don't see how you cannot be satisfied in terms of how, <laughs> in terms of how it ended and what transpired. Um, this is what happens to drug kingpins, bed in jail, or just, or it, it, it just frankly was a different type of drug kingpin. So I actually, I actually think this was even worse than him even being in jail or, 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 I actually think this was even worse than him going to jail or even dying. Like, to have to live in his own filth, in a sense. So, from that standpoint, you, I, like, they have to give some extra, you have to give them some, some extra points uh, for the legacy of the show. Again, I'm not going to put it up there. Listen, The Wire, Breaking Bad, uh, Mad Men, um, to a much lesser extent, Game of Thrones, because that last season, we know what happened that last season. There were about four or five shows, Sopranos, of course, there were about four or five shows that were a part of the golden age of television that will, I don't think, will ever be touched. And they're on their, on their own Mount Rushmore. But this show, I would say, to me, is in that second tier of shows that I think will have a lasting impact, especially on the culture. Like, look at the music that this that happened during the sh- that happened during the show. You look at a show again. To me, one of the definitions of a great show is like the you know it, it was a history lesson in terms of the crack era, the Reagan era, capitalism, communism. They covered a lot of they covered a lot of areas over the course of the last six seasons with this show. And you know, in a ways, in in many ways, it could have forced you to. To do some research on some things that 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 went on in this country, and it gave you it gave you a, a sense of the real of you know the real America, what America what America really is like, and what, what America really is versus the perception of, of what this country of what a lot of people think this country is all is all about. So I, I again the legacy to me is show I, I think that it's on that second tier of all time great shows. Again, there's a you know there's again there are a lot of shows there are a few shows that just will be cons- untouchable with the writing, the actors and what have you. We know those shows are, but this show uh, will have a long lasting 
impact on the culture for sure. I mean, without you, you will hear Franklin Saints name in in hip hop for the next, you know, five, you know, for the next five years at least. But it's just, this is all there is to it in terms of the cultural impact of um, of the show. But I'm not going to. We're not done with Snowfall. We're done with, of course, the recaps and what have you. We're not. We're not done with the recaps. So, a couple things. Uh, we will have a special guest on next week to talk about Snowfall. Someone who knows a lot about the show. So I'll tease it. I'll tease that. And there is a possibility that I do a rewatch for seasons one through three and put out podcasts for those seasons. And remember, I didn't start doing podcasts for this episode, for this show until season four. So I, I've done I've done the last three seasons. Why not do the first three seasons, especially now that I've seen the entire show? So get down, give me a, a, a unique perspective from that standpoint, having already seen all these episodes multiple times, um, multiple times. So that could be on the horizon. But the special guest is definitely coming next week. With that that podcast was, is, will be commencing very very soon. Um, so. I've enjoyed covering this show, doing these podcasts with you. I hope you've enjoyed this. This podcast will be out later on. Uh, this podcast will be out later on uh, at, at worst early Friday. Have a great, great rest of your day. I'll see you so long.